This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Welcome to the Podmania podcast. This is definitely the first time tonight that we've done this, Chris O'Brien, isn't it? Yeah, totally weren't going to make you watch TJPW for the first time ever. Um, <laughs> that, that'll be saved for one of the Phyllis Stardom cast while Stardom's not doing anything of, of note because I refuse to spend a show trying to suck some content out of those fucking Osaka shows. To be fair, we'll probably spend half an hour on the Julia versus Momo stuff because Jesus, bad Jesus, that's bad. It's all bad. <laughs> yeah, um, full disclosure, guys. Uh, we actually recorded about twenty minutes of content, um, and we're just about to start the uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro match from the fifth, the fourth, sorry, of May. Um, and I was just about to pop my TJPW cherry when the computers decided that no. No, 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 and <laughs> refused to play it. So, um, yeah, apparently my computer is incredibly sexist. Who'd have thought it? So we've changed the I'm matches the on the floor. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That's unnecessary. You said unnecessary, but you didn't deny the um, so what we've done is we've had to change the matches that we're going to do. We're not going to do the wheel because it's not fair if Garth's not here um, to do the wheel. So we've just chosen some matches. Now, Chris, this one we're going to open with is one that you've chosen on the fly, oh, I basically. Thought, I, thought, I thought we were going to end with the good one and start with the bad one. Would you like to start with the bad one? Yeah, I'd rather end my night with a good match rather than a bad... I don't want to go to bed thinking of James Storm versus Chris Harris. <laughs> which is which is perfectly reasonable. So, ladies and gentlemen, what we've decided to do, as you know, whenever there is one of us missing on these things, we do a shit match as well. Um, and that shit match this time is from the annals of TNA history, James Storm versus Chris Harris, which we have already done in a previous watch along back in the Podmania archives from um ooh, was it Sacrifice 2009? Yeah, this is this came after. So this was after Sacrifice, I'm pretty sure. No, One this sec. is 2007. This is Lockdown 2007. One sec, Chris Harris versus James. Keep talking. Um stop. So basically, this is the, the concept of lockdown, the lockdown pay-per-view, which is where this is, is that everything is in a cage match. And there are slightly different variations of a cage match theme running throughout the entire pay-per-view. And if you think that's slightly overkill, then you'd be 100% correct. Um, there are some really good 
matches. The lethal lockdown matches tend to be quite good. Um, I have a lethal lockdown match on. This was very good. Have you ever seen that image of Angle sticking his middle fingers up? Yes, is that from the show? The yeah. Ah. See, we could have watched that, but instead, you, you chose this. Instead, we are watching you know a blindfold six sides of steel match, which I'm sure you're all going to love listening along and watching along as you are at home. I'm sure you're all going to really, really okay. enjoy watching two so men is... fumble around the ring, not being able to see in a cage. Why is it in a cage, Chris? Why the oh, fuck could, would you could, need a oh. blindfold match in a fucking you want, cage? You want to... Right, so even, I, you've clearly never seen a lockdown event. That All the matches are in a cage? All of them is in the cage? Oh, yeah, all yeah, yeah. Matches. I'm fully, fully aware. I've just explained okay, to our lovely but... audience about the uh, the concept of lockdown. But what I'm trying do, to do, ask, do, Chris, do, is... Do, do you want to know how that came to be? Um, Dusty Rhodes, Dusty, No, Dusty said it as a joke. Oh, amazing. <laughs> And, and then Russo and Dixie ran with it. That's amazing. It's funny you should say that, actually. I was listening to Eric Bischoff's podcast, and he was talking about, I think it was TNA Lockdown 2010. And he said, why, why, why are we still doing this pay-per-view? And the only answer he'd ever get was, oh, it's a, it's a TNA staple. And Bischoff would go, it makes no fucking sense. And he'd just get met with, but it's a, it's a TNA staple. It's like SummerSlam, and he was like, it's not at all. Why Why do we still do it? Oh, it's a TNA staple. It's like whenever he'd ask, what, what is the X Division? Once, once some, to be fair, the X Division was very lo- always very loosely defined. It's not about weight limits, it's about no limits. But the way to fix that wasn't to introduce a weight limit. <laughs> well, you say that, but <laughs> you say the X Division is about no limits, which is absolutely fine. That's great. But in that case, what differentiates it from any of the other belts? Um, space. It, the the <laughs> mentality. Kevin Nash wasn't going to win. <laughs> right. Don't ask me to justify. I'm the last person you should ask to justify TNA because I I shit on TNA all the time to bait Gaff. So I, I TNA have such an odd nostalgic affinity for TNA. Even wanna, the stuff that know, was shit. Before, before we jump in, jump in, do you want to quickly know what else is on this card? Because it's a weird card. Obviously. So for the X Division, we have Saban, um, the champion, defeating Alex Shelley, Jay Lethal, Shark Boy, and Sanjay Dutt. I imagine that was quite good. Um, roughly 7 out of 10 average on Cage Match, and Wrestling Observer gave it seven, um, 3 and a half. Just gave it 7 so, stars. Fucking hell, was it in yeah. the Tokyo Dome? <laughs> Um, we have um, Robert Roode. Actually, the highest rated match was in Osaka Joe Hot. No. Um, we have Robert Roode with Eric Young and Ms. Brooks fighting P.T. Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, Gail Kim taking on Jackie Moore, which I mostly know for the OSW jokes. Right, yeah. The phrase right into Egypt was used. Um, we have Senshi, otherwise known as Loki, versus Austin Aries in a match that I'm sure had no egos. See, despite the fact that both of them are notorious dickheads, I bet that's a good match. How long did it um, go? T- um, Shade in the 10 minutes. The one rating it has on Cage Match gives it 6 out of 10. Mm, yeah, um, it's bang average, referee Bob, Special referee Bob Backlund. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, <laughs> we, we have this, and then we have a steel cage match between Daniels and Jimmy Lynn. <laughs> Jimmy. Um, <laughs> um so 
for the NWA Tag Team Championships, we had Team 3D versus LAX and Fernandez and Homicide in an electrified steel cage. Wow. So we had two worst matches of the year candidates on this show. And then the main event was Team Angle of Jarrett, Angle, Rhino, Samoa Joe, and Sting versus Team Cage of Abyss, AJ, Christian Cage, Scott Steiner, and Tomko. Aside from Tomko, right, listen to the fucking talent you've just reeled off. I mean, Scott Steiner in 2007, talent. Mm, He's a name. He's a name, you could argue. A name. (laughs) I mean, I've just watched, I've I've just reviewed for the site the, um, Against All Odds from 2011, and he does a fucking Frankensteiner off the top fucking rope. And yeah, he's but like earlier, 49 but, at that point. But earlier this year, he couldn't take a fucking sunset flip from Kurt. We are talking so... 10 years ago, though, to be fair. Yeah, after he got an infection in um, Puerto Rico. <laughs> He, no, and it's funny. no, he, he didn't. T- didn't he, he, get t- a, he got a steel pipe through his throat. Oh, right. But I think that was a different incident. Jesus Christ, a man. Sh- um, and also, um, I think it was for Steiners. They had Swarma with them because they appeared in all Japan. I believe it was for Steiners. Um, but someone around this time and you know just brought Swarma along, and they had him in the background. Sure. <laughs> And it's like, who's that? Oh, oh no, it it was for Steiners because we were teaming with Swarma at the time. So it's like, oh, oh it's it's Swarma. It's like, <laughs> Just a wild Swarma walked in. I, I don't think Swarma's ever wrestled for TNA either because they had a working relationship with New Japan, I'm pretty sure. I was just going to say, point. this is where Tanahashi was um, coming into um, impact. Did Swarma, have, TNA. did Swarma ever wrestle for TNA? He didn't. <laughs> so he was literally the cheerleader. He was literally, he was literally just out of the taping, and they just had him in the background. It's like, oh, it's Swammer, and it's like, no one is going to know who that is. Like the other Gaff watching TNA in two thousand seven, isn't like I'm pretty sure he'd still remember him. Though. I'm pretty sure if I said Swammer's name, he's like, who? It's like, oh, he turned up in the background of TNA one time. Oh yes, Swammer. I bet you any money. If you went up to Garth and went, do you know who Kazuchika Okada is? And he goes, who? And you can go, oh, um, Okado. And he goes, oh, yeah, the guy from the Green Hornet. You're like, yeah, that, that's, that's Okada. Okay. Um, um, which that's is, which is depressing for everyone. Um, TNA shenanigans aside, let's, <laughs> let's watch these TNA shenanigans. If you want to type into Google, then um, James Storm versus Chris Harris, lockdown 2007. You could just put the link in the description. I could. I'm not going to, though, because I'm mean. Do the work, people. <laughs> this is banked. One vote, so there's, there's a possibility this would have been taken down by then. But also, I think this has been up since like 2008, 2012. It, it went up 22nd 20... of January 2012. They uploaded a 240p video in 2012. They should be ashamed of me. <laughs> I'm stuck. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Fucking dynamite dashboard on YouTube, YouTube 54 subscribers. I out sub you, buddy. Um. um... On the flip side of that, thank you very much, Dynamite Dashboard, for uploading this match. It means we don't have to watch it on the almost unusable desktop version of Impact Plus. I mean, I'd have to use your account as well. (laughs) There we go. Anyway, if you want to go on to the first YouTube link, find the one by Dynamite Dashboard. It is 12 minutes and 58 seconds long. Um, Let's get this started. So, in three, two, one, let's play. Oh, the crane cam. 
But you so much. This is. I just realised how much of a fucking Led Zeppelin ripoff this is. I do like James Storm. So do I. I, I think everyone likes James Storm. So I just opened myself a Stivvy's fruit salad cider. I love. I miss Don West. <laughs> Don West. Oh, there's a guy is in a blindfold. Uh, um. Do you think James Storm would approve of what I'm drinking? What are you drinking? Um, a Stivvy's fruit salad cider. No, not at all. Do you know what it tastes like? Do you remember those, like, 10 chews you'd get from the tuck shop? Yeah, yeah. It tastes like that. Lovely. But it's given me a great nostalgia hit drinking it now. I'm pretty sure by the end of the bottle I'm going to want to die. <laughs> like you know how, like, when you get, like... Bang. You know, you, you know, like when you get a um, a nice little frappe or a frozen coffee mm. for a treat, and then like for three quarters, it's like what a lovely treat. I am having a good time. And then for the last quarter, it's like I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> hey, Braden Walker. That is fucking eye patch, Braden Walker. I mean. It's not the greatest coat in the world, is it? No, that is definitely... Like, that is the... Um, Smackdown vs. Raw 2006 and the PSP. It's a creator core coat, isn't it? 100%. Yeah. And it's like a stock one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those uh, as well, where, you know, like on the tattoos, where you haven't even bothered to emboss them or, you know, have the shadow on them, so they look proper painted on. So do you want to know a funny story? Apparently, um, they didn't buy gimmick blindfolds at first for this. <laughs> <laughs> like, they got actual blindfolds, and then someone was backstage going, no, they don't, no. <laughs> you can't have them go around an actual blindfold. So these were made on the day. Amazing. So, like, you can sort of see it when we put it on. Well, Jake the Snake Roberts and Rick Martell, um, it's come out, could I actually fucking see. So, uh, oh, it's a bit of the magic of WrestleMania 7. Oh, we could actually. Well, what do you think? Before? You can't go into. Because if you fall, fall into the ropes, you'll fall out of them. Not in this case. You'd fall into chicken wire and be cut into seven squares. I just, I, you can't just throw this match on a pay per view. Right. Are you telling me that this match couldn't have been on Impact TV? Are you telling me that this this match, oh, well, not, a blindfold right. match, Chris, okay, so this didn't have match. to be on. On a, in a cage. This did not have to be in a cage. What is the cage adding to this, Chris? That a Nothing, blindfold isn't already adding. This worked thematically with the feud because Harris was blinded in the feud. Right. So how does the cage oh, so if you listen, listen for crowd. Listen for crowd. What are you thinking? Fire Russo. <laughs> <laughs> It was a popular chant in TNA at the time. Also, you know what I love here? I'm stealing some of these points from OSW. Harris is the baby face, but he's, at, he's being cautious, like the he, cautious, like a heel. But then James Storm's a heel, but is going into the middle of a ring valiant, valiantly, like a baby face. Can you imagine if this is what it is for 15 minutes? Just Chris Harris using the... No, like a person who's never ice skated before. It's TNA, Rob. It's going to get much, much worse. 
Um, I have to say, I do complain about the opening sections of New Japan matches. I feel like I can't complain. No. Because the referee has just spun James Storm round for absolutely no fucking reason. <laughs> pin the pin, um, <laughs> Like, pin the tail on the donkey. A fun fact about James Storm, he wrestled in WWF in, two, in 1996. I think I knew that. Oh, no, that's Chris Harris. Chris Harris wrestled in WWF oh, in 1996. Oh, no idea then. I thought James Storm had wrestled in WWF. On WWF Superstars 517 and 516. One against Bradshaw, one against Farouk. Right. So we got fucking oh, murdered both times because 1996 Farouk gave not one iota of a shit about your safety. No. He's also wrestled for Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Championship Wrestling. Um, he's, a, he's a fairly unremarkable career, to be honest. Kind of just random indies. Wrestling all the way up to 2018. Oh, they missed. Birthday, guys. Uh, they still haven't touched each other, and we are almost halfway through the match. It sounds like my last relationship, but I'm tish. Um, <laughs> satire. <laughs> I don't know about satire more than it is just. James Storm. What's he done? Career. I'm sure he had a cooler career than Chris. Oh, wow. He's wrestled loads of places. He wrestled New Japan, obviously, under the. We want wrestling. <laughs> um, we do. We do want wrestling. Oh, he's wrestling. Take down. I've seen. I've seen James Storm live. I keep forgetting that I've seen him live on a couple of occasions. He was at Shug's Who's Party. Shug's Who's Party. Um, he was against Jody Fleisch, which was pretty good. And then he was in a Texas Death Match with Davy with Ravy Davy, but during the build up promo he'd send he was very good about sending promos to um icw like he'd do promos for him mm. but when he did Dave, um the um the ravy davy promo he was like davy ravy <laughs> at shug's house party his last match in icw was against james was against grado with special referee jeff jarrett Oh, we have action, guys, and it's stopped again. Have I ever told you about the kinky party? You have, yes. The chant is great. No kinky, no party. <laughs> Chris, this match is the shits. They've got a shit bag. Oh, I'm there. oh, his bag fell off. <laughs> Literally punched the bag off his head. Literal booze from the crowd. Yeah. I think this might and be the DVD version because it just cut to when his mask was back on. Oh, God. Massive boring chance as well. Yeah, there's been one good... Um, <laughs> One good blindfold match about D'Lo Brown versus Triple H. You know, I, uh, I, I used to hate the, the um, Jake Robertson, used... Rick Martel oh. one, but you can... It's probably the least shit thing on that yeah. match. Actually, no, Warrior versus... Warrior versus Savage. Yeah. 
Um, Which isn't as good as like boomers make it out to be, but it's com it's completely passable. It's weirdly, it's not the best thing about that match. It's um, Elizabeth coming back, isn't it? That's yeah, the, that's what everyone remembers. Yeah, because no one remember if people remembered how many elbow drops. Well, like it's why I laugh when people go back in the day. Finishes were respected. What the fuck? To be honest, Savage had both of Warriors' best matches. There was two. There was two Savage Warrior matches. Yeah, WrestleMania Seven and SummerSlam '92. SummerSlam, yeah. SummerSlam '92 was actually a really, really good match. I, I don't remember anything from SummerSlam '92 apart from Brett and Bulldog, which is tremendous. Which is great. It's even more impressive when you realise how Destino. Uh, <laughs> it's even more impressive when you find out how fucking off his tits. Off his tits, David. Like boy he was, was coming down. He, he was smoking crack all weekend when my at. What makes me laugh um, is that um, Legion of Doom couldn't do the Doomsday device because Hawk was too fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like we're hanging out with Happy Mondays the night before. <laughs> It's so weird because everyone in the SummerSlam 92 crowd look fucking lame, but there was so much good shit going on. Actually, no, this is a few years before Brit. There was so much cool music shit going on, but like everyone in the SummerSlam crowd were fucking lame. I thought he was going to go for an Emerald Explosion. I'm watching too much. Blockbuster. We're just conditioned. RKO from out of nowhere. Well, that's more of a stunner, actually. Um. <laughs> No, it can't be a stunner. He didn't sell it properly. Well, like Bad Bunny. Not Bad Bunny. Logan Paul. Like Logan Paul. Like, I was I was speculating on this on my video, but no one... It's for one part of my video people ignored. What what was Logan Paul being read to? He was thinking, I'm not going to watch WrestleMania, and then magically thought we were going to watch a four-hour show because Logan Paul was on it for I think minutes. the idea is he's got... A ridiculous amount of social media clout. I think that's the idea, anyway. Did you see yeah, that... But there, um, but there were no dead Jake, bodies. No, true. Um, Jake Paul's boxing match, and I say boxing in the loosest sense of the word. I've, that seen, drew, I've seen the allegations of it being fixed. Yeah, it's 100% fixed. Um, five million pay-per-view buys. Shit. So he's, he's, he's got... we sold out. We sold out Manchester Arena, didn't we? No, that was Logan Paul and KSI. Jake uh, Paul's the mental one. They're, but they're both stupid blonde boys. Like they all look oh, the same. Spear off the side of the cage. I don't really know why James and, Storm was attempting to climb the cage wall anyway. And this is the second time it's that it's fallen off. I mean, you'd think they would be tied on, really, wouldn't you? No, we did. The thread broke. <laughs> You can hear a fucking pin drop in that arena. Fire Russo. <laughs> so we've had Fire Russo. Boring. I'm sure I heard We Want Refunds. We Want Wrestling was the chant. And We Want Wrestling. No, I heard We Want Refunds. His hood's off. Don't count the pin. His hoods are off. <laughs> Be consistent, damn it. There is no internal logic to this match. <laughs> Christ, he looks like he's about to fucking kill an innocent man. He, he's an executioner. Um, yeah, boring again. Oh, oh. 
Oh no! Oh no! He's got the referee and the sharpshooter. Oh, it's a screw. It's a reverse screw job. How did the referee escape so fast? Oh, quit! See, I feel this spot would have meant more where he's taking his hood off. If um. Oh, God. One, two, three. You don't even need your hood on to pin. That didn't work in any. That wasn't, didn't even have a ton of comedic value. No, that's that's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm going to pause it there. That was... Like, Jake Roberts and Rick Martel, I keep coming back to this because it was the original... Well, the original that I saw anyway. I'm sure there was ones in the territories. But that had, you know, comedy. You'd got um, Roberts sort of getting the crowd on his side and getting, you know, the crowd to get louder whenever he got closer to Rick Martel. And there was an intrinsic storyline in that match. You know, Same happened with D'Lo Brown, Brown versus... Uh, Trips. Triple H. Yeah. Yes. Here, it felt like the match was there for reasons. Now, tell me, Chris, honestly, and I'm not just ragging on it, why the fuck was that in a cage? And because don't just it was say because it's locked down. Because we're going to dismantle the cage for that one match. No, what I'm saying, Chris, is did this have to be done like this on this pay-per-view? If this is your gimmick fucking pay-per-view, okay, put it on the next pay-per-view. Either put it on the next make... pay-per-view or make it the main event of Impact or something. Don't just... This is what infuriates me about the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view concept. Because it used to be you'd have one, maybe two a year. Um... But now you've got a pay-per-view where you have three, at least. And they feel I so can... forced. I can... I can... You're making a huge mistake by attempting to enforce logic in a Russo-booked show. Infuriating. Really, really infuriating. The crowd fucking hated that. Oh no, the crowd didn't have a good time. No. It was either silent or asking for it to stop. That's um, that's 12 and a half minutes I'm never, ever, ever getting back. Um, I did ask you want to watch a good match instead of Come this. On, you had one. There's, there are very, one very few rules in the Podmania law book. One of them... Yeah, apparently, apparently you can ignore all of them. Yeah, because my podcast, bitch. Um, the main one is, if one of us doesn't show up, we watch a shit match. That's how we've seen such classics as Jeff Hardy versus Sting from Victory Road. Um, you the, didn't see it, that's one, one you didn't show up on. The Dusty I mean, no, Rhodes and Blacktop Bully match. Because, quite frankly, the um, Hardy versus Sting one was my idea, so I've accidentally created this tradition, which I don't like. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't really know how you would rate this. Um, I, 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 that's a no, that's a no rating for me. I feel like a minus rating would give it a level of infamy it doesn't deserve. That's what I thought about the fucking Shawn Michaels match the other week. No, because we rated that properly. We we gave that an actual grade. We didn't rate it negatively. Yeah, but, but I was looking at it going, where did the infamy... Because that was like 5% more Sean than normal. Mm. But at least like, that sure. was an actual match. 
Yeah, with blood, and Garth was having a good time. Exactly. <laughs> and if any time that Garth has a good time, we need to embrace that, because he has a good time, such a little amount of the time. Yeah, he's, he he can watch the best match he has. He could watch Misawa versus Kibachi 2003 with his arms folded, going, back in my day, they wouldn't have bumped once. He's a grumpy fucker. Let's let's be perfectly <laughs> honest. <laughs> but I put in a you know, I put in a Hulk Hogan meme in the group chat the other day, and he called it anti Hulk Hogan rhetoric. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I think you know you look back at those negative ratings, and you almost go out of your way to watch them because you know they are negative ratings, and you think, oh, they must have been, there must have been something super shit. This was just boring, and. I refuse to give it a negative star rating just because people might seek it out then during, you know, through curiosity. We should have watched the electrified cage match. At least people would have got electrocuted there and at least the cage would have at least made a little bit of fucking sense. That was very, very, very on and off. Of course it was. (laughs) Of course it was TNA in it. Because Devon would just keep touching the cage forgetting it's meant to be electrified. Is it like the Chamber of Horrors match we watched the other week where the switch kept being turned on? Yeah, except there was no switch and they had like... The the was meant to be conducting the electricity was like a pump. Jesus. Like the kind of the kind of thing you'd use to keep a bounty castle going. My God. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was... And they tried to... It was under like, you know, like the Sinkara lights? Yes. It was under them, but the Dudley still bladed. Oh. So, despite the fact you couldn't see, <laughs> you couldn't see. <laughs> no one knew they had bladed until after the match. Oh, it's because... so infuriating! <sighs> so infuriating. Should we watch something good now? Well, Chris, you said you wanted to watch some good Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, I have a confession to make. I've watched, um during my New Japan fandom, I've watched a lot of um, G1 Climax matches, um, spanning all the way from the very, very first G1 Climax all the way through to, you know, the last one, G130. I've never seen anything from G125, ever. Have I? I'm trying to remember what's in G125. The final is Nakamura versus Tanahashi. I've seen that. Yeah. That's I've, very good. I've never seen anything. Like, I've seen loads from 24, I've seen bits of 23, and then obviously from 26 upwards, I've watched pretty much every match. What one was Styles versus um, Suzuki? That's 24. Uh, so, it's just, I find it really weird that I just seem to miss out continue, this G1. If we'd have continued the Okada Tanahashi project, we would have landed something in the twenty in G125. Yeah, probably. Probably. Um, Not probably. I had that shit planned out. We did have shit from G1. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I've already stated, we're looking back in 2015, the G1 Climax 25. You should link this one. Yeah. Because it's unreasonable to expect people to find things from. No, I will Japan link one. both matches. I was just being a pretentious dickhead. Um, this is the Block B final um, between Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. And Kazuchika Okada. Um, Chris, why this match and not the final? Um, I had to pick very quick. <laughs> Fair enough. So you've never seen this match before? 
I I have a long time ago. Like it's one of a, like basically when I, when I first got New Japan World in like 2016, mm-hmm. I would have got World. Um, it'll be after G1 in 2016, and Lariato had put up his recommended list, and I was just scrolling through, and I saw Nakamura versus Okada, and I thought probably good. I know those names. I like Nakamura, the sexy bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get it started then. So if you follow the link in the description of the podcast, it'll take you to the match. Um, It's 45 minutes, but Chris has already stated, you know, it'll be the post-match promo and everything with it being the final. We we don't cut shit out from the upload, so there's going to be the... We'll still have the they keep you know how they hold on the crowd as they file out yeah it's probably that and all like it's a 30 minute time limit so exactly exactly so ladies and gentlemen we shall press play in three two one go look how oh, sumo full hall. sumo hall is we say that on the hard cam there's space I don't know if that is space though is that press I can't tell because why, 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 why would that be? Why would that be empty? Hang on, shush, shush, shush. God's about to enter the building. Shush. Such an <laughs> underrated theme. Just reminds me of Wrestle Kingdom Nine. And eight with the fu- eight had, was a fucking incredible entrance. The crown. Yeah, that's nine. Uh, you keep you say that no, every eight. time. No, 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 8 had a different entrance. Is it the one with the dancing girls? I think so. Oh my god, it's just so... I miss him. I miss him. The guy guy in WWE is not Shinsuke Nakamura. Hasn't been since the Sami Zayn match, mate. Oh, I love him. No, because here's the thing, he had his charisma for a while. It took him a while to lose his charisma. Do you want to know who else was in G1 25? Um, in this block? Well, in both blocks. Let's Did see actually, if, no, let's see if do... I can guess them. Oh, okay. So in block A. So there's 20, 20 competitors, am I right? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. He's such oh he's my a god. He's so... I just... I've, if you don't want, it's he's one of those people. If you don't want to sleep with him on some level, I don't <laughs> understand you. Um, okay, so competitors in G125. Um, I haven't Googled it, I promise. Okay. Um, so, Tanahashi, obviously, yes. because he wins it. Um, Nakamura, obviously. Uh-huh. Okada. Uh-huh. Naito. Yep. Um, AJ. Yeah. Suzuki. Um. No, oh no, because he's in Noah. Noah. He's Noah, yeah. Um, Kojima? Um, Kojima, yes. Uh, which means that Nagata's going to be in there. Yep. Um, that's seven. Um, Tamatonga. No. Oh, really? This is pre-Tamatonga. I'm pretty sure Ta- Tama was still a junior at this time. Um, Tenzan. Yes. Think Rob Hoover big bullet club tag team at this time. 
Oh, Carl Anderson. Yeah. Luke Gallows. Oh, Doc Gallows. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if okay. I fancy watching 10 block matches I'm, with uh, I'm just gonna, Doc Gallows. The match is, is going to start, so I'll just quickly go through the rest. So, block A, um, standings were Tanahashi, AJ, Naito, Fale, Yano, Shibata. Ishii, um, obviously. Abushi, um, Makabe, Kenzan, Gallows. And then in block B, it was Nakamura, Okada, Anderson, Goto, Ishii, Elgin, um, Yujiro, um, Nagata, Kojima, Homna. To be honest, neither of those are bad blocks. No, I was just going to say, a, neither a, of those are bad blocks. A is worse, because you have both Fale and, and Gallows. <laughs> oh no, Makabe, Makabe was, was decent in 2015. Yeah, this is, this is like, um, never run Makabe. Never run Makabe, yeah, I was just going to say. Um, this is before Elgin became... This is before Elgin was like, fuck Michael Elgin. Well, he probably was still fuck Michael Elgin. Elgin Just but not publicly. Not publicly. <laughs> like, it was publicly okay to like Michael Elgin. Yeah. At the time. Um, this is pre-Chaos Goto, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he'd go on to... It would be still him and Shibata in the team, wasn't it? Yeah. Can you believe that Yano ended on the same points as Shibata, Ibushi, and Makabe? Was this before Yano was doing the comedy shtick? Like, the, um, the no, this was, comedy this, shtick? This, this wasn't great pass heel. Yano, no, this is chaos. And just a bit, these two, you don't really have this in New Japan right now, but we're like twin-headed monsters at the top of the card in chaos. Mm. It's something you don't have in modern New Japan. It's just, it was in incredibly interesting. Well, I mean, when the when, someone t when someone told me what was going on, because <laughs> this is like um, this is before I completely understood what was going on in New Japan. Actually, this is before I could have watched G1 matches. At least until like I saw bits and pieces, but like my first full G1 was 27 because I just I just didn't know about Weld for the longest time. I don't know how it escaped me. I just didn't know about it. I think it's because there wasn't much English commentary, so you wouldn't. And also, New Japan fans could be cunts. Like it was still sort of gatekeepy elite, elite stuff at the time. Well, am I right in thinking the first English commentary was was Wrestle Kingdom Nine? So the first English commentary yeah. wasn't till January of this year. Yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. So this is because this is the year I got into. Um, New Japan and honestly English commentary on Wrestle Kingdom 9 doesn't help a lot because it's fucking Jim Ross mm. fucking chain you don't see chain wrestling from Shinsuke Nakamura anymore do you no well, wait, the match that narrowly beat this out um, this beat out what we were going to watch tonight was Nakamura versus Takayama from yeah but the thing is I but I wanted um, strong, King of Strong style Nakamura, not boring Inokiism. Yeah, fair enough. Um, actually, it's weird about Inokiism because I actually don't think it's a bad concept. Inoki's just a bad booker. <laughs> like, because when you think about it, the concept of Inokiism is what Brock Lesnar was when he first came in against John Cena. And that works incredibly well. It's almost what Ronda Rousey was. You just kind of need to do it well. So what New Japan Nakamura have you seen? 
Um, well, obviously, I've seen his match with Kota Ibushi. Um, the Sakuraba match. The one from Wrestle Kingdom 8. Yeah. Um, oh, no, where's that 8? Ooh, lovely, lovely. No, that isn't Wrestle oh, Kingdom 8. Man. Is that Wrestle Kingdom? No, that's, that's Wrestle Kingdom 7. seven. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have. I've seen that. So I've seen his matches from Wrestle Kingdom 7, 8, 9, and 10, basically. Ah. Um, he was he was the first guy in New Japan where it properly clicked with me what New Japan was at the time because mm. you hear about Japanese wrestling and it's all oh it's all about it, there's no characters there. basically the shit you'd hear from Kevin Nash in shoot interviews there's no characters there at all guys in black hitting each other very hard and then I see Shinsuke Nakamura and he's he's like if Prince Michael Jackson and several incredible strikers had a baby <laughs> Jesus Christ you remember when Okada could move at this fucking speed Remember when Okada was exciting to watch? That was a weird time. Do you remember when Okada wasn't working with like 15 fucked up vertebrates? Yeah, like how the fuck is he still going? He deserves fucking credit for still being able to go. No, he doesn't. He, sh he shouldn't. You should, we shouldn't be promoting the culture that makes him think it's still okay to be going that's, in this condition. That's not just him. That's the wrestling culture. And I'm not saying no, it's right I, by any the, stretch of the imagination. The he should, it's... It isn't some level admirable, but going, he should be applauded. No, he should be given rest. He clearly doesn't think he needs it. That's the issue. And that's, you know, he's never going to think he needs it because he doesn't wrestle. He doesn't get money. The, the final... Then we need to check that coaching needs to be fucking changed too because it's disgusting with that, that even contracted wrestlers get a by-appearance basis. Tends to be like... Well, I'm speaking from... America, obviously, but or the westernization of wrestling. But I know that it used to be you got a base pay. So I'm talking like 90s. You got a base pay, and then you used to get additional for um, live dates. Lovely. That was great. See, it's chain wrestling of the start, but they're not targeting anything. We're feeling each other out. I like it when we do this. It's when Okada tries to introduce a leg element. Mm. Because, hey, you're normally... If he's working someone like Kota Ibushi, of course Ibushi's not going to fucking sell it. No. Like, the only Kota Ibushi sell jobs I've ever believed was against Jay White, and that's because Jay White literally doesn't let Ibushi forget that the leg is being targeted. Like, if Jay White's targeting a limb, that's the only thing he'll attack, so Ibushi won't forget. And also... Didn't seem to matter he, when he did it against Osprey. <laughs> Nothing Ibushi and Osprey did. Uh, it's, it's so weird to me that in current New Japan, like something like, something like um, Osprey versus Shingo, which just a couple of years ago would have excited the fuck out of me. I'm, I'm looking at it going, I'm not going to like that. Yeah. And I get it's partly because Osprey's changed. Mm. And like Osprey's never been a great heel. He was a good heel in progress because the progress crowd will literally boo anyone. Like, so they forced him to be a good heel. 
and he was working with Jimmy Havoc, who, again, disgraced, but he was a great heel. I think what isn't helping um, is the fact that New Japan as a product at the moment there's just bad, bad. There's so and everything's many too long. cracks. That, that's the main thing for me. Everything is too long. The main events, you know we're going to be long and you accept that but to a is, certain they're point. I'm not even good at pacing the... I That's the problem. Think it of, shouldn't be long I can't think for being long's sake. If it's a story, if it if it I organically do. goes that long, great. That's great. But don't force it to be long I, just because it's of, the main event. When I think of 2020, I can think of... Matches in New Japan they went over 30 minutes. I can think of two where that length was justified. Whereas I think of Noah, where a lot of its matches go long, most of it was justified. Mm. Like, because so it's not like length isn't inherently a problem. New Japan are just bad at it, and that's because at its core, it's based a lot around strikes and like meant to be feeling realistic, which doesn't mean going 30 minutes and is trying to top itself. Like, it sort of reached its peak between actually this stage of New Japan and 2017. That's its peak. And it's trying to top it, which you're not going to do. The, the pillars of all Japan have the same problem, but, like, it took a longer time for that to show because not every pillars... Despite common belief not every pillars match went 40 and then not every match for pillars were in went 30. Oh like God, I, you dick. He, he was still a dick at this time he was still the cocky young champion see okada was a great heel he can be very good okada has so much potential the problem Okada is he's also so much potential. No, but here's the thing. You know People... the greatest IWGP know, heavyweight know, champion I'm... ever that isn't named Tanahashi. Okay, okay. Here's, a, here's also the thing. With Okada, he definitely gets hyped up too much to outsiders. We can't deny that because there's one if there's one thing you can't call Okada is deep. All of Okada's best qualities are very surface level. And that's fine, because a lot of wrestlers like that, even in like New Japan Ace history, Shinya Hashimoto's like that. Hell, in a lot of ways, even Shinsuke Nakamura is like that, even if his best qualities are more intangible. I think Tanner's the one that books that trend. Say that again? I think Tanahashi's the one that books that trend. No, that's the thing. Tanahashi is so layered as a wrestler. That's and the thing. I think that's why I think the people whose favorite ref, one of who's one of their favorite wrestlers was Tanahashi and New Japan to begin with. Oh my those, god. Those what are the, the people fuck? who now Jesus Christ, this turned fast. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> those are the people who love um those are the people who love Jay White now because he's layered. Like and not and when I say layered, I don't mean like inaccessible. Like because the Tanahashi, yeah, no, that's the thing. You can you can rewatch an Okada match and it would be about the same, a little worse because you're not in the moment. You rewatch Tanahashi match and you notice something he did. Yeah. And like I'm not saying being shallow is an inherently bad thing. A lot of my favorite wrestlers, are, like for example, Mayu Watani. You can't call her fucking. You can't call her layered. I'm sorry, you can't. 
partly because I don't think she knows what the word layered means. But, uh, and like, even like Kenta Miyahara, he's not incredibly deep. He has a very obvious formula, actually. But the only problem is, when you're like that, when your body breaks down, you can't do anything. And have you seen Forrest Over's video on Okada? Have I seen what, sorry? Forrest Over's video on Okada. I haven't, no. Oh, it's, um, it's long, but I'd recommend it. He breaks down how much pure time he's had and how little time between it. So, like, in eight years, he's had more time in ring than Tanahashi or Nagata or shit like that. It's, it's mad, because I can't explain why this... <laughs> I can't explain why this Nakamura works and current Nakamura doesn't. Because in reality, they're kind of doing the same thing. I think it's aura. I think it's aura, genu genuinely. But you, but you can't explain where the aura goes. And I understand a lot of it's going to get lost in WWE's production. Because at the end of the day, I, I have enjoyed a lot. I've enjoyed probably about as much WWE matches this year than I have New Japan matches. The difficulty but is, Chris, would it have changed production. had Nakamura won the title at WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania 34? No, because you look at that match and people... It's weird because it, the way people were talking about that match is the way people talk about New Japan. They were looking for a problem that weren't, wasn't there. Like, they blamed time, but they had 20 minutes. It, I don't think it's time. The, the thing... Like, it, it's, not also good, it's not a good match. It, it's, I think... Well, I think it's not a bad match. It's just not... WWE overhyped it. WWE yes. overhyped it as a dream match. But the issue was... It's a real dangerous thing for WWE to do to sell a uh, feud on match quality because that's never been their strong suit. Oh. Also, if you want a crowd to be hype about it, you can't then put it after five and a half hours of fucking wrestling. No, the you crowd say that. are exhausted. It works for wrestling. <laughs> I understand this is still the middle of the card, actually, so it's probably not the set. Ooh. Um, exploder. Inverted exploder. No. Oh, that lovely. was, that was such a nice transition. That was move. Um, I love for whenever we watch a New Japan main event, we spend more time giving out about modern New Japan than we do <laughs> praising the very good match we're watching. It's an it's an extremely good match. I mean, it, it, it's Okada and Nakamura in 2015. I'm sure no one thinks it's going to be anything but. See, I, fucking hell. see, I can't. I kind of hate that. It's like, especially in current wrestling, where it's like, oh, it's beast two. It's definitely going to be good. And it's like, we need to stop giving people the benefit of the doubt when it comes to quality. Mm. <laughs> because that's how so many people get away with being shit for so long. Hello, like, Gato. <laughs> you think of all those decisions Ninja Japan made in 2018 where people were going, oh, but we can, I'm sure it's going to be fine. And then it wasn't fine, but we didn't talk about it because it's Ninja Japan and we didn't want, and no one in 2018 wanted to be the one who didn't like Ninja Japan. Mm. Like, you sort of see people like, why does everyone suddenly dislike New Japan? I'm like, I'm willing to bet a lot of those because you can sort of hear it on, like, if you go listen to old Young Lion podcasts. Those problems were there. We just didn't, no one wanted to be, to be the first ones to say New Japan's downhill. 
And you saw, like, a lot of it. For example, when I started really giving out about New Japan, you were wondering if I was being unreasonable, despite the fact you agreed with every single one of my criticisms. Sorry, just watched the bum IA up the top rope. Oh, I fucking love that move. Um, no, I had no issue with the way that... I had no issue with what you were saying, because, as you said, I agree with you. Um, I think there are problems that are far more deep-rooted in New Japan than New Japan are willing to acknowledge. And a lot of the fan base, not all, it's difficult to tar everyone with the same brush, that's unfair. No, that's but thing. Problem is, a lot of those people are starting to realise it. The problem is because they look at, a lot of those fans look at things at such a surface level. They're, they're guessing that there's something wrong, but they can't articulate. My issue is, is on both sides of the argument, is that there is such an unwillingness to see the other point of view. And that's for New Japan well, fans who are roasting to glasses still. And that is for detractors who, you know, if you then say you like New Japan or you like something about New Japan, you've then got three or four smarky cunts going, yeah, well, you're an I'm idiot not, for liking that. If, some, if someone's just post, like, for example, we both follow a man issue exchange on Twitter. They post about enjoying a New Japan thing all the time. Mm. When they've posted that they like a New Japan... Oh, young Jay White there. Um, <laughs> Baby Jay White! With a mohawk, oh, it's adorable. His hair is shit, isn't it? He, he's just discovered my chemical romance. He's, he's um, grown into his style, hasn't he? He's grown into the Switchblade character, let's put yeah. it that way. Um, oh, Jesus. Um, his when, head when he's just, really low there. When they're just posting about general... I will not jump in on someone who likes New Japan when they're posting on Twitter unless they're asking why are people not liking New Japan, in which case I'll talk about it. I'll just link my video because it's quicker than writing a tweet Twitter thread. Mm. Um, like, and, uh, but the thing is, a lot of people, for example, um, we can both agree that New Japan's Korokin output has been stupid. Like, it's chewing their own Korokin market. Yeah, they, they've run Corrigan, what was it, 40-something times? Oh, no, they, it, they've done 40-something shows, haven't they, or something? Yeah, it's it's, it's 20-something times I've smoked in Corrigan. Like, it's more times in Corrigan than New Japan or Noah have run shows this year. All Japan. And, yeah. And someone was like, and, like, that's what people are saying. It's, it's a stupid amount of shows. They're hurting their business in Corrigan because they're holding big shows in Tokyo every month. So why, well, Tokyo, sometimes Yokohama. So why would you go to the Korokin show when you can go to the show with the title match? Mm. Like, that's just basic. Like, you're not going to, as a band, you're not going to play Residency and go play Wembley. Mm. That's just not how you book. And that's what people are saying. But people, when we say, when we talk about New nice. Japan numbers shouldn't be this low, people, oh, fucking hell. People seem to think people are going, oh, New, New Japan is dead. And it's sort of the same reaction I see from WWE fans where oh, they... Jesus oh, Jesus Christ! Oh, 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 oh. oh, my God! Nakamura has just fucking I destroyed Okada's face with me. Christ, I swear. Ah, oh, Christ, he's the Kento Miyahara of this fucking era in terms of he's just... Mm, yes. Uh... Actually, Nakajima is probably a bit. Anyway, 
I'm, I'm still reeling over how fucking awesome that was. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but, like, it's not the same as 3 Debris fans, where they will overstate every criticism ever levied against it because they're still trying to just, because they feel the need to justify their fandom. When in reality, you don't. And I'm saying this as someone who watches some stupid fucking shit. Right, I'm a gl- I was, I was going to mention Glee. But, like, I watch stupid things. And I mention I watch these stupid things to Robin, Robin Garth, knowing they're going to mock me for it. But I don't give a fuck. If you earnestly like it, you won't feel the need to justify your fandom. You know what I mean? It's like with people who overreact. Like, for example, if I'm talking about people overreacting about wrestling, I'll mention that it's fake fighting. Because it is. It objectively is. And But, like, the people who overreact to that, why are you trying to justify your fandom? And it's the same in New Japan fan, but overstate any criticism to try and straw man it. And then, it just at least not being able to have discourse. And I understand there's people on my side, but also, I'd argue my side's less bad about it. Um, perhaps, I just... There's a, cult- just know there's a culture in wrestling at the moment. No, everything needs to be down to buzzwords. Everything needs like, to be down to buzzwords, but not just that. Unless you like, you know, smaller, like, wrestling companies, it seems, oh, I, then you are labelled, you know, you get yeah, you get overarching Twitter statuses. Yeah. Oh, my A! Oh, oh, is that this it? Yes. One. Or is this it? Two. Um, yeah, you yeah, get I, overarching I statuses that, see, that say things like, if you like this, you're an idiot. Well, no, oh, not at all. And that's what breeds this hostile also, Twitter, social media presence when it comes to I things think like wrestling. Who say, like, most people who did that went on a journey. To, like, to where I am now, I jumped from. I went from, like, WWE to NXT to Ring of Honor to New Japan to where I am now, basically, uh, to a Bridget. What a slide. He doesn't do that anymore, either. Uh, Fuck. (laughs) But, like, so when... I remember... You know how... When the releases happened, a lot of WWE fans were like, I'm not sure I want to watch anymore. Which is perfectly valid. Mm. And, like, a lot of people go in... uh, Like, even people I... Like, for example, you know, Conrad, Nearfalls. He put out if you don't like rest, if you don't like WWE, watch 2AW or Sealand, and I'm like, that's not a logical jump from WWE. If you've been no. watching, if you've been watching WWE all your life, that's not oh, a logical beautiful. jump. Oh. oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that's not a, like not a logical jump. Like it's like going, oh, you don't like Game of Thrones anymore? Have you tried JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Mm. Like not. Best you take steps to get there. Um, so, so it's like, like if you're leaving a lifelong WWE fandom, I'd say a natural jump would be AEW or even New Japan if you want to go a bit more exotic. Mm. Or the Indies or Ring of Honor. Um, but like really with wrestling, it's just a case of you need to experiment. Because chances oh, are, you have... no. oh my god, <laughs> his gum, he's got his gum shield out in midair. That's incredible. Oh, he scouted that finisher. Oh. An Okada match with a narrative. What the fuck? Um, oh. oh, I love this. This closing stretch is fucking beautiful. 
Oh, Jesus. That's a dangerous one. Ugh. But, like, to, just to quickly finish off on point, if you um, have a niche in wrestling, you'll find it. You just need to experiment. You need to just try different things. But, in addition to that, you're absolutely right. Oh, oh it's just such a natural counter. No, I, I understand people are under more time constraints than me. And it's why I don't recommend... Like, for example, something like Noah takes time to get into it. Yeah. So, like, I'd recommend something like Noah D... I'd recommend another pure company if you were coming from New Japan. But coming from WWE, honestly, either Impact, AEW, or Ring of Honor are your logical jumps. Yeah. Basically, too long, don't read. Like what you want to like, but don't be a prick to people who like other things. We're in an era where... Oh, my God, he's tapped. Well, you never see that anymore, do you? You don't see Okada tap ever. And that, and that was a surprising finish, but also came at the end of the stretch, so it didn't feel anticlimactic. That's how you do a fucking finish like that. That was fucking was great. beautiful. I'm curious how long that went. I can tell you exactly how long it went. It went... Uh, 23.31. That felt shorter. Yeah. It built. It naturally built. And what a closing and, stretch. And it's, an, and it's a natural thing, because these two are the heads of air, so this effectively creates 1A and 1B. Yeah, 100%. You, but you, you're absolutely right. You don't have that in a sp definitely chaos. You look at well, Okada as the de facto head. Who have you got then? Ishii? Yeah. Goto? No, that's, no, that's the thing. Um, and and you, it's, it's not really a dynamic I see anywhere else in... Um, kind of maybe Ueno and Takashi are in DDT, I but mean, that's not really the story they're telling. They teased it in Bullet Club with Evil and Jay yeah, White. Um, no, they, they didn't... But they you can't that, like, say... Uh, you can't... They aren't on the same level wrestling-wise as Nakamura and Okada. I endeavour not to add story where it isn't there. For example, people say that the Osprey thing was a climb. Like, he lost Okada when he climbed to the title. That's not the story being told. Because I guarantee you, they just wanted a title in that faction. And if Osprey got injured, Jeff Cobb would be your champion right now. Mm. I guarantee you. That wasn't the story being told. The story of the double-headed... While it wasn't like a continuous rivalry, this actually mattered. Right. Okay. Just bl I, also a young yo, a young show. I think also a young David Finley. That was a good crop of young lions. It was a it was a really really good crop of uh, young lions. So good that it kind of affected the crop afterwards. Mm. Because Watto and Oka have been given such unrealistic expectations. Watto. Watto's gimmick, it just, oh my god. Uh, Don't you disrespect my beautiful blue boy. <laughs> Chris, let's let's talk about the match we've just seen, because I feel like, like you said, we've talked a lot about the uh, the fortunes, both bad and good, of, um, of New, New Japan's current product. The match we've just seen was fucking stellar. Jesus Christ. <sighs> yeah, especially that fucking finishing stretch. That closing uh, stretch was brilliant. When it pulls you in, years later, mm. like years later, I knew who won. You knew who won. Yeah. 
we both knew who won because we know what the final. We know are. what the final was exactly. But even and so, Okada's the champion coming into this. I'm pretty sure as well. Yes. So we knew he wasn't going to go to the final <laughs> anyway. But even so, but that's the thing. That's something because, for example, going back to even going and so so to bargain current New Japan, but you chance that nine times out of ten, you know the result going in. You know who's going to win. Mm. But what current day New Japan can't do is distract you from the fact you know, whereas old New Japan absolutely could. Yeah. There wasn't anything can happen, almost, like, mentality. You, can, you can't tell me that anything in New Japan that's happened this year was as good as that. I mean, again, I haven't seen Shingo vs. Osprey yet. I've heard it's, you know, a five-star classic from people who are notoriously difficult to please. Um, but, you know, I am going to watch it at some point. I'm probably going to watch it when we finish the podcast tonight. Um, yeah, I'm going to watch Yamashita versus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that I feel has led to the formula that they just tried to emulate with less and less success in the G1 this year or last year. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, where they tried to have these these epic matches, which led to you know naito doing mm. 27 minutes against goto it, it, it just doesn't need to be done that... i've actually got naito's um run up here <laughs> so 27 minutes with tana mm-hmm. 25 reduce yeah 20, 20 with goto or 22 with goto it um, only longer. eight only eight with yano um, 24 of Yoshihashi. I, I liked that match. I didn't need to be 24. Almost it 25 minutes. didn't need to be 24 minutes, though. Tw- 27 minutes with Sonata. No Sonata match should ever go over 15. The um, only Sonata... I, I disagree. The only Sonata match that Okada. was Okada at G129. Yeah, I I like breaking up a wrestling match. Um, it was alright. It certainly wasn't New Japan's match of the year, like Tokyo Sports tried to proclaim. Tokyo's plus is politics. Um, twenty-eight minutes with Saber. Um, that only did, twenty minutes. That did not need to be that long at all. Only twenty-one minutes with Kenta, but to be fair, he did go thirty with Kenta earlier in the year. Exactly. And tw- and twenty-four with Evil, which was still too long. Oh God. Well, <laughs> <laughs> if just... it helps. Sonata went twenty-seven with. <laughs> The issue is, like, the issue is, for me anyway, and you know, I I am a lapsed New Japan fan. I watched the odd match now, whereas I was, you know, both me and you were watching every big show, every match. Pod- you know, we had a New Japan podcast for God's sake, but I'm just not as invested in you don't the people. Is about, I think it's about New Japan also. It was very primal. It was very. It wasn't... Modern-day New Japan feels pretentious. Is the best way I can put it. Feels bloated. It's like, you know what it feels like? You know when... You know later albums of a band who had a great debut and they're trying so hard to emulate what made that work when you can't yeah. because you were 21 and now you're 50. It's like... it's in. Like modern day New Japan is like the last Paul McCartney album. It's like every like, it's gonna... cover band. So two. Um <laughs> <laughs> Like I can't deny that there's good stuff. Like I'm pretty 
I'm pretty sure if I mapped it out, Cobb versus Shingo would still be in my top, if not in my top 10, touching my top 10 matches of the year. Yeah, it was a great match. If, But also, that's the best New Japan match of the year, but at least in my opinion, I'm not sure if you agree. But that had none of the current New Japan... Top that, guys that had... in it. No, not even top guy because Shingo's currently a New Japan top guy. That is true. I mean, it didn't, no, I, it I didn't have that. any of the um, anything that New Japan normally forces on its big matches. Hmm. It kind of just was. It didn't insist on itself. That's the problem with modern New Japan. It insists on itself. It has to be epic. Everything has to be big. The problem is when everything's big. Like it's like how Oasis at its, Oasis at its worst is just annoying because it's trying so hard to be the biggest thing you've ever heard and you just yeah. sort of like this is a ballad about when your wife left you can you just stop the big the big issue I saw with Dontaku day one and we will get back onto the Nakamura I can't, Okada match I can't talk about anything New Japan post cup because I, I, no I've seen Osprey versus Ibushi but anything and I watched that out of obligation and that's what snapped me to, to now where I'm not watching any of it because I know I'm not going to like it I know whatever gets hyped from New Japan is not going to land for me so there's no point in me watching it the um, main criticism I saw but about also you have to understand that's me going from um, and you saw because I was nicking your New Japan world for the cup because I was still fully invested in New Japan I went from this time less than a year ago being fully invested in New Japan to not wanting to watch it at all. Mm. That's how bad the last while have been. And then it's only sitting thinking about it when I realize no, these problems have been going back a long time. The main issue I've seen, because we know that Jay White and Tanahashi have put on really, really good matches. Really good matches. Honestly, if you look back, they ha- bef- I can't comment on the latest one, but we've never had a bad match. No, exactly. And they did that match about four times in 2018, it felt like, or 2019, yeah, it we, felt like. We, we, were get- we were getting fatigued on it, but also the in- but it was- each one is distinct. It's yeah. not like Okada versus Sonata. Each one I can... If you-, you can name the event. It's like, ah, that's where that happened, because they introduced a different wrinkle every time. Like, remember yeah. that weird time where Tanahashi had a tap-out finisher? And then Jay White introduced the Tanahashi Tapa. The TTO. Yeah, and then um, he started just saying no to Goto. The issue is that it was a great 20-minute match stretched out to be 40. And that, Mm, in my opinion, that is is the basis of the problem. That was my my problem with Shingo and Tanahashi. Because that's the thing. I said when... You, you you can attest to this. I said Tanahashi. Sh- I was saying Tanahashi should win the Never Belt like two years ago. I w- I've been saying it for a while because he shouldn't be going main event New Japan length. But well, now he is, is doing it in the Never <laughs> Never Division. Yeah, they gave it. Um, he he's had three matches with this Never Belt. Um, thirty five minutes with Shingo, which we I think we I don't know if we still disagree on this, but that's way too long. That match should have been twenty five at most. I'm um, always I'm always going to think that. I think. You know, final, also, final thoughts on this. But also, he because went. We eight, he went on. <laughs> okay, but very quickly, he went almost twenty with Oka. Yeah, that that is too long. That is too long, and I think you can levy that criticism at most New Japan matches at the moment. One good thing to come out of New Japan this year is that Shingo, it seems, is completely incapable of but, having a bad match. No, that was a really good thing from last year. That's a hang. 
hangover in this year. Yeah, because every match Shingo has had has been a belter. Like he had oh, the not- match against Tana, which I know you Carbon. thought was a bit long, but you know, I, I still people... really, no, I think I I I levy a lot of criticism towards it, well, but you still that's liked only it. because I still really liked it. Four and a quarter, exactly. That's a, ra- that's a fair rarity on the. Um, match of the year, Fred. So you've got that. Um, you've got his match at Wrestle Kingdom with Jeff Cobb. You've yeah, got he's... his the. Oh, I know the cut we... was very good. Yeah, most of his cut matches. The final, which Goku... I know isn't everyone's cup of tea, but was still a really like good match. Um, and then Goto and Kenta matches were both really good. So exactly, and then you look at his match, um, which has got yeah, all about... this hype at Wrestling Dontaku. You know, the man is a okay, but his thing every need. Every New Japan match gets high. And I'm not passing judgment of the match itself. I can't. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But every, but the thing is, every new, literally every New Japan match I see is like, five stars, New Japan's back, we're great. it's great. It's like the cycle of Sonic fans, where they see a game and it's like, okay, it's back. And then they forget about it a wee bit later. That's the thing with New Japan that annoys me. But people give it five stars and then forget by the end of the year that it happened. And I would agree with you 100%. However, it's the type of people that are saying this is a belter of a match and they're not saying New Japan's back. They're not saying this is papering over the cracks. It was, I uh, saw that Voices of Wrestling, for example, who are very, very vocal on New Japan. Of Voices of Wrestling, I, I never fucking know who's talking about it because they just, they, <laughs> have, like, true. they have like, they have like 10 different people running their Twitter. You never know like, if it's Rich or Joe, do you? No, last thing, we, we, we used to have, um, me and you on the Podmania account, and that was a fucking mess. <laughs> but they said, you know, they needed a great match to cap off this tour because basically this tour's been not a disaster, but it's not been great. Um, and they said, you know, if a Tonga lower singles match is the second best match of the tour, then you're doing something wrong. But this match, in a bubble, in a nutshell, is fucking phenomenal. And I'm that sure seems good, to be the... The thing is, I'm not, I know I'm not going to think it's match of the year, and I know I know I'm going to watch it. I'm gonna, I'd, I'd put, if I was to guess my range, it'd be between three and three quarter and four and, four and a quarter. Like, that's probably my range for it. I don't want to dedicate an hour to that. Mm. No, and and also that's, that's, that's something that did put me off New Japan. I know... I'm going to have to set aside like four hours for a show and I fun. just don't have the time. With 44 minutes with entrances, that's a, that will be, that's an episode of Ring of Honor. And I actually enjoy Ring of Honor. Right. Enough now. Okay. This match. This, this match. match. <laughs> great. Absolutely fucking great. I can't like, fault the match. I thought it was paced the, well. The counters, the chemistry, the storytelling at the end with the arm. Perfect. Thing is, at the beginning, um, they still had the sort of New Japan pointless chain wrestling, but the chain wrestling felt like it had a point because it felt like we were feeling each other out. Yeah, like because they man have in, history. Yeah, and neither man came in with an obvious limb to exploit, which is perfect because unless he's against Tanahashi, Okada can't exploit a limp. <laughs> no, that is true. <laughs> so, and, and but Nakamura isn't that type either. He's more of a I'm just gonna kick you in the face now. But that wasn't even. I'm gonna kick you. Um, I just also Nakamura. Just Jesus, I love that man. It it does upset me when 
you see how far he's fallen in WWE. And yeah, you can, you know, we talk about how, yeah, well, he's gone there to basically slow his career down, which is, you know, he has every right to do. And who the fuck are we to judge him for doing that? You know, he's wrestled a very, very hard style for a number of years. If he wants to take a bit of time off, do some surfing and earn some fucking money, more power to him. He's not the first. And he's sure he definitely won't be the last. It's still okay for us as consumers to miss him. I miss Kushida. I understand I can still watch Kushida, but... It's not that watch... Kushida, though, is it? It's, it's not, not the, the Kushida, Kushida I want, that no. was it's funny, fucking he, on fire. He went, up, he went up against Dunn at TakeOver, and it was like, who's the best technical wrestler in um, WWE, in NXT? First of all, it's Timothy Thatcher. We already know that. Mm. Um, second of all, it's really undercut who's the best technical wrestler when Kushida's wearing jeans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's doing, and he's doing his watch, and you look yeah. at, and it zooms in, and he's just drawing it on his wrist tape, and it's yeah. like, oh no. Yeah, um, <laughs> also, uh, I just with Nak with Nakamura, it's almost like a Risa Hoshiki. But I only got a year of him. I only got a year of Nakamura before he went to WWE. He just and yeah, and so he's always about sort of flashing the pan and. Well, thing is, I've also went back and watched older Nakamura matches, and I've realised in 2015 he wasn't even trying. It's mental. Which, which is no, which is funny because people misconstrue like because he's from New Japan, and so WWE fans who don't watch New Japan assume he was this like Kenny Omega, like an Okada in 2017, best bout machine, putting on banger after banger after banger. That's not what. Nakamura was. Nakamura needed to be in the right circumstance for it to work. And we've seen it. We saw that Suzuki match, which on paper is great, but the circumstances didn't work. Yeah. If the circumstances don't jive with Nakamura, you're going to get something meh. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it it was fairly well noted that that's, that's the case. But here, I mean, I'm tossing between four and a half and four and three quarters, Chris. I'm going to go with four and a half because there were still some there were some weird dead moments for technical wrestling up start. Well, it felt like it had more purpose than other New Japan main events. We're still in Okada's technical exchange and his mo- way of doing um, chain wrestling is I'm going to in vain reach for a limp and then whatever I touch, that's what I'm going after. He's just really lucky he didn't touch Nakamura's leg because he wouldn't have sold it. <laughs> I'm willing to go four and a half. I I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that match, and it was a nice sort of well, time match. capsule. Uh, it got four and three quarters, and I think it was nine point six four. It got on cage match. Four and three quarters. Imagine. Remember when Melzer did like actual good rate? I'm not going to dunk on Melzer. No, <laughs> it's, um, a, it's a hack point. The final. The final, which I know is a phenomenal match, and maybe one day we'll put it on the uh, we'll put it on the wheel. But that got five. How long did that go? I can't remember. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I don't think I don't think Garth could take New Japan Nakamura. Oh, I think he'd. Fi- I think he would. I think he'd love it. I th- I think it would be too much for him. We'll see. That might be the next thing I add to the wheel. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. We truly do appreciate it. Please make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. It really does help our podcast out. Be sure to check out the website, www.podmania.co.uk for all our podcast archives, match ratings, reviews, and all that good stuff. 
Um, you can find us on Facebook, Podmania Podcasts, on Twitter at, at Podmania. You can talk to me on Twitter at, at Real Rob Goodwin. Chris, where can they find you? At Chris. At Chris. I cannot say it. Hang on. I'm clearing my head. Clearing my head. Takes a while. I have a big brain. Chrysalis Piro. Okay. There you go. Not at Chris Loves Bear, which is what it sounded like you said. Oh, Chris Loves Piro. There we go. Beautiful. Right. And until next time, guys, we'll talk to you guys again soon. You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at RealPodmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans.